BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so welcome back courtside here at the Marriott Center, BYU 108 and Westminster 59. That is our final score on the night. Uh, BYU basketball is presented to you tonight and every night by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen helping Utah families for over 30 years. Mark Durant, quick impressions after we see BYU win it by 49 tonight with a record-tying performance from the three-point line, 18 for 39 from three. That's 46% on a night that BYU shoots 58% from the field overall. <laughs> a lot of stimuli to deal with, uh, Greg. A lot, a lot of new guys, a lot of great play. and You know, obviously you got to kind of take a breath and say, okay, it's Westminster. This is an overmatched team, obviously. But, uh, you know, to start a season, you see a lot of exhibition games, and you play, you're playing against teams that you're over. But a lot of times it looks really sloppy, and you're trying to work some things out. And especially when you bring in so many new guys, you think, well, they're going to turn the ball over, or they're not going to shoot well, or they're going to be nerves. And you get six turnovers in this game, and it's such a high-paced game, and you get so many good performances. That's really impressive regardless of who the opponent is. That was fun to watch and exciting to watch if you're a BYU fan. You lose so many guys, you think it's got to be a tough rebuilding year. Not the case. This is no rebuilding year. This year is going to be fun to watch. Fun start to the season for sure. Fans, Diamonds Direct, lowest prices in three stores located across from the malls in Orem, Sandy, and Murray, Sierra West Jewelers. We price match. Sierra West, proud sponsor of BYU basketball. Uh, Cougar scoreline tonight. Uh, Alex Barcelo, 25 to lead the way on 10 of 14 from the field. Very measured in his movements tonight. Uh, three of five from three. Five assists, rather five rebounds and a couple of assists for A.B. Brandon Averett in his first game as a Cougar, double figures with 15. Gavin Baxter, 11. Spencer Johnson in his first game as a Cougar. He has 10, and he was perfect from the field. Three for three from the field, two for two from three and two for two from the free throw line. Spencer Johnson doing all of that in 11 minutes of play. Economical, 10 points in 11 minutes for Spencer. So those were your Cougars in double figures. Then you go to eight points for Harding, eight points for Nell, six points for Gideon George, five for Caleb Lohner, five for Wyatt Lowell, five for Kobe Lee, four for Richard Harward, three for Jesse Wade, three for Hunter Erickson, and Cameron Pearson played, did not score, the only player not to score for BYU tonight. The 18 threes made tie a school record set earlier this year at LMU. So this is the most threes BYU's ever made in the Marriott Center. It was a nearly empty building tonight, and BYU sets its three-point record in this environment they, tonight. They had about 10 with eight minutes <laughs> into the game. You're like, I'm going to get 30 three-pointers, and they kind of toned it down, worked on the offense a little bit in the second half. But, yeah, that was pretty uh, prolific uh, three-point performance. So of the 18 threes, they were spread amongst 10 players, a record 10 players with a triple tonight for BYU. Cook shoot 58% from the field, 46 from three, 57 at the stripe. Westminster goes 37, 38, and 56 respectively. 17 turnovers for the Griffins to six for BYU. Cougars go uh, 22 to three in points off of turnovers. Four, 13 to four in second chance points and 44 to 26 bench. 32 to 12 in points in the paint. BYU 27 assists on 41 field goal makes tonight. Fans, if you're looking for an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's, try Smith's Click List. Order online, then pick up curbside by the store. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com for details. Those are most of the numerical details tonight. After we've talked about the box score, Mark, 
Uh, what stands out to you as a new skin data discovery in tonight's box score? Well, one guy that BYU's going to have to really rely on heavily early is Averett. Uh, Averett, and uh, he, he had a nice game, 15 points, four assists, three from seven for three. He and uh, I thought Gavin Baxter, I mean, I'm talking about guys that are going to be starters and really need were kind of question marks for me. Those guys look terrific. Really nice lines for both of those guys. All right, that is your New Skin Data Discovery brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. When we come back to the Marriott Center, we will have player and coach conversations on the Cougar Locker Room Show and Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Coming up next, though, it is Cougar Postgame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. That is coming up next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. The final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is presented by America First Credit Union. Whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. The BYU Cougars begin the 2020-2021 season with a bang, blowing out Westminster tonight at the Marriott Center, 108-59, the final score. BYU led in scoring by Alex Barcelo, 25 points. The Cougars tying a program high, 18 threes in the game, just a dominating performance. They'll be back in action tomorrow against New Orleans. Before we go any further, though, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU FM HD2 Provo. You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio. BYU with the 108-59 victory. They are now 1-0. As I mentioned, they'll look to go 2-0 when they play tomorrow night. Thanksgiving night at the Marriott Center hosting the Privateers of New Orleans. Uh, let's check out other action from local teams going on right now. Uh, took a little while, but finally they tipped off in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Uh, Utah State and VCU, they are in the first half. Just a little under 11 minutes to go in the first half, and the Aggies and Rams all tied up at 22 apiece. Also, Weber State leading Adams State 36 to 23 and the game featuring a team in the WCC and then another team from the state of Utah. We've been following this one all night and it has been a back and forth battle between LMU and Southern Utah. There's 18 seconds to go in this game and the Lions right now with a one point lead over the T-Birds at 83 to 82. This one should go final before I wrap so hopefully we'll be able to give you a final score uh, before we uh, we end things. Let's uh, stay in the West Coast Conference Uh, Everything else is a final. Uh, The San Francisco Dons are upset by UMass Lowell, 76-68. Pacific defeats UC Riverside, 66-60. Pepperdine, 86. UC Irvine, 72. The Pepperdine Waves begin the season 1-0. As does Santa Clara. The Broncos defeating Idaho State tonight, 62-49. Earlier today on ESPN2, St. Mary's taking on Memphis. Memphis Uh, Quite easily handled the Gales today, 73-56 in favor of the Memphis Tigers. One game in the West Coast Conference is yet to tip off. It will get it underway at 9 o'clock Mountain Time. Portland taking 
on Seattle. Let's quickly check back in and see what the updated score is. And it looks like it is now a final. LMU hangs on for the win. They win by two, 85-83 over Southern Utah. Whatever financial products and services you need to take care of your family or your business, America First is here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll check out action in the top 25. Lots of games to go through in the top 25 today on this first day of college basketball. We'll get to that on the other side. BYU winners tonight over Westminster, 108-59. More Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougars get the win 108-59, defeating Westminster. It's time for the Mountain America three-point recap. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America donates $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, the Cougars made 18 three-pointers for a total of $900. Great way to start things off tonight in our Mountain America three-point recap. All right, let's update you on top 25 action going on right now. Number 19, Texas Leading UT Rio Grande Valley, 85-55 is the score nearing the end of that game. First half action, number three Villanova leads Boston College 11-7. Seventh ranked Wisconsin on top of Eastern Illinois early, 4-0. And then finals for you, number four Virginia defeats Towson 89-54. Iowa on top of North Carolina Central 97-67. The eighth ranked Illini of Illinois 122-60, just destroying North Carolina A&T. Tenth ranked Kentucky 81, Moorhead State 45. 83-67, 13th ranked Michigan State getting the win over Eastern Michigan. Number 14, Texas Tech defeats Northwestern State 101-58. 15th ranked West Virginia, 8 better than South Dakota State at 79-71. North Carolina Tar Heels, 19 better than Charleston at 79-60. Number 17, Houston defeats Lamar 89-45. Arizona State. Holds on to defeat Rhode Island, 94-88. Number 23, Ohio State, defeats Illinois State, 94-87. Rutgers on top of Sacred Heart, 86-63. And number 25, Michigan, defeating Bowling Green tonight, 96-82. That is a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we'll send you back to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show, your final from Provo tonight. BYU gets the win 108-59 over Westminster, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Stops on the arc left and hands to Lee. Lee will try the three and score it! Colby Lee! The Cougar Locker Room Show is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Now let's head back to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back courtside here at the Marriott Center. BYU 108 and Westminster College 59 is our final score on a record tying and a record setting night for BYU. The 18 threes tonight tie. A team single-game record set earlier this year at LMU, but the 18 threes are also a record for this building. No team has ever made 18 threes in a game in this building. Ten players made threes, and one of them joins us now 
on the Cougar, Cougar Locker Room Show. He is Brandon Averett. Brandon with 15 points tonight, 6 of 13 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3, adding 4 assists. Brandon, I'm Greg Grubel. He's Mark Durant. It is good to have you on. How does it feel to be a Cougar? Man, it feels amazing, you know. It's, it's so exciting, you know. Uh, I was telling some of my, 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 my teammates, you know, like it went by slow but fast at the same time. So, I mean, it's, it's really exciting. It was it was fun to finally be out there and be able to compete with my brothers out there. You ever been on a team where ten guys are going to make a three in a game? <laughs> no. Actually, <laughs> I've never never heard of, you know. I mean, uh, we, we were kind of just discussing, like, <clears throat> most most guys are – uh, they're fine with making 10 threes theirself, but most guys aren't fine with uh, – they don't want 10 threes for each player. I mean, 10 guys that hit a three on, on their team. So, I mean, it, it's really it's really amazing to, to just be a part of a group of guys who, who really love playing with each other and who's out there dying to get each other shots. So, I mean, that that's, that's the number one key to it. Well, Brandon, what a great debut – and uh, on behalf of all Cougar Nation, welcome to BYU. It's so fun to have you here. And like I said, you played great tonight. I know a little bit about you, but uh, just for, for everybody listening, let's have a little bit of the, the Brandon story. How did you get to, to be here? What was the journey? And uh, how did you get to finally be here at BYU? Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's kind of a long story. but uh, <laughs> we, got, I, we got time. We got time. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll kind of shorten it a little bit. But so uh, coming in. Uh, my senior year, uh, I was originally committed to Stephen F. Austin under uh, Coach Underwood and that staff over there, and they had a, they ended up having a great year, making a run in, in, in the NCAA tournament. I want to say they went to, like, the third round, ended up losing another game, I think. Um, but so after that season, he uh, Coach Underwood decided to go to Oklahoma State, and that was still my senior year, and I was kind of deciding if I wanted to stay with Stephen F. or go to Oklahoma State. So, I mean, I, I ended up taking a visit. Uh, getting out of my NLI because I'd already signed. And Stephen F., they let me out of my NLI, luckily. And I ended up taking a visit to Oklahoma State, and I loved it um, as soon as I got down there. So I kind of committed right after the visit, and uh, I played my first two years of collegiate basketball over there at Oklahoma State. It was great. I learned a lot. I played against a lot of great players, played with a lot of great players. And after my sophomore year, I decided it would be best for me to uh, go ahead and take my talent somewhere else and and while I was in going through the recruiting process, uh, I had a my best friend Benjamin Nkwasa. He used to go to Utah Valley, and uh, he he told me how great Coach Pope and his co- coaching staff was. And I kind of thought he was just kind of hyping it up, just cause like he wanted me to come out here and be with him for for a few years. But I mean, he was he was telling me the truth. He was being so honest with me, and I'll never forget Coach Pope coming to my house and just talking to me and my family for about three or four hours and just talking about how great I can be and, and what he sees for my future and just getting to know each other, you know. And we found I, I feel like ever since that day we've had, like, a, a a great respect for each other. And, I mean, it's crazy to say, but tonight was the first night I've actually got to play with him, and I've known him for about three years now. So it's been quite a journey, and, and I'm excited to finally be a Cougar out here. We're visiting with Brandon Averett in our America First Credit Union courtside interview. is brought to you by America First Credit Union here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. A quick question about your last name. Uh, I hear Averett. I hear Averett. How do you say it? 
I say either one, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was younger, I asked my mom. I was like, Mom, like, what is it? Is it Averitt or Averitt? And she didn't really know either. So, I mean, yeah, ever she since She doesn't then, know. We can't be held we, responsible, yeah, Greg. Exactly. So, I mean, either 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 one works. Do you have any kind of preference whatsoever? <laughs> Where should I be leaning on this? I care about this stuff. <laughs> I mean, whenever I say to people, I say Averitt. Okay, Brandon so, Averitt. There yeah, it is. That's, how, that's how we're going to do it. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, and, man, Alex Barcelo, your backcourt uh, back running mate, uh, he played on a pretty deep team last year. His season high last year was 18 points, and he had a really good year. He comes out and pops 25 like it was nothing tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're going to see a lot of that from A.B., you know. I mean, uh, I didn't – I watched a few games last year. I didn't watch much, but I could tell he was in kind of in a role set, and he has so much more to show. Like, oh, my God, the dude's so good. It, he hasn't shown me anything he can't do with a basketball yet. So, mm-hmm. I mean – he can do literally everything, score from three levels, makes plays. I mean, gets everybody feeling good on the team. And he's a great leader, vocally and by example. So, A.B., he can do it all. All right, that's A.B. He's B.A., Brandon Averett. We're taking a break. BYU wins at 108-59 to over Westminster College. We'll continue our America First courtside conversation with Brandon Averett next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Our America First Credit Union courtside interview with Brandon Averett continues. Brandon, one of 10 Cougs to hit a three tonight on a night. The Cougars hit 18 threes, record tying 18 threes, and Marriott Center record setting 18 threes on the way to a big win, 108 59 over Westminster. Tonight, a lot of things to like about uh, tonight. You can go up and down the box score, Brandon, and find things that really impress you. I'm going to hit uh, Richard Harward for a second. Um, Big Rich scores four points, but he makes both the shots. Leads the team in rebounding in only 14 minutes of play. He got after it tonight. Yeah, he did. I mean, Big Rich, he's he's great for us. I mean, I want to say he's kind of our glue guy. He brings the energy every single day. And he's just he's just a fun guy to be around, you know, and just – just to be on the bench and, and be able to play alongside him is just great. You know, I mean, guys like that who don't really care much about scoring is just wants to go out there and do whatever he can, can to help the team win. So, I mean, we're going to see a lot of that from Rich this year for sure. Brandon, I've been watching a lot of basketball over the years. I'm pretty good at picking out kind of weaknesses and things. I don't, I just don't see that with you. You seem to have – you got the three, you hit a couple threes, mid-range stuff, little runners, getting to the rim, good defensive player. Uh, I guess what I'm saying, how do you view your game? What are some strengths you feel like you have and what do you see that needs to you need to work on a little bit? Uh, I mean, I like to be just a kind of all-around guy. You know, I, I work on kind of every piece of my game, you know, just to, just to stay sharp and just to kind of have no weakness, you know. I mean, that's kind of the, the purpose of just being, a, just, just being a point guard. You know, at, at the point guard position, you got to kind of be able to know everything and be able to do everything as far as skill goes and so I mean I mean I don't know if I want to say I have a weakness to be honest I mean but uh I'd say just just my decision making just want to get better is just just keep learning the game and just playing smart and just taking every possession like it's like it matters you know just under just keep learning the game and just keep getting better in that aspect of the game last couple things for you Brandon uh you're hopefully going to see this building in a much different way someday. But for tonight, for an opening night, even though it wasn't a full house, I still felt 
like it had a vibe. It had an energy to it. Uh, how, how did you uh, feel about it? I completely agree. You know, I was kind of forgetting, like, it was an empty, empty arena. I had to look up a few times, like, oh, my God, nobody's here, you know. So, I mean, even, even, even with <clears throat> no fans, we're kind of preaching, like, we just got to have an amazing bench, you know. Just, just keep the energy on our bench and, 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 and throughout this year, that might be our only, our only energy that we can have, you know. So, I mean, I, I feel like we had a great bench today and they kind of kept us energized throughout the game. And lastly, playing three games in four nights to get this thing going. Does that, uh, does that suit you? Do, are you excited about having this kind of grind to get things going? For sure. I'm, I'm loving it, you know. I mean, this has been like, I don't know how long, you know, because it's yeah. quarantine and everything. So, I'm loving it just coming back straight just hopping straight in it, you know. I mean, I've never played this many games since I've been in college mm. in this short amount of time. But, I mean, I'm, I'm excited and I'm ready to get this thing going. Well, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, sir. I Thanks, will be Brandon. here. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. All Appreciate right, great. It. Good to have Brandon Averett with us. That was our America First Credit Union courtside interview brought to you by America First. Here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. The coach, Mark Pope, is next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back courtside to the Marriott Center. BYU's a winner, 108-59 over Westminster tonight in the Cougars' season opener, 2020-21. Did you know that BYU's Student Alumni Association runs the largest food drive in Utah County and have been doing it for more than 20 years, teaming up with community action services? You can turn $1 into three meals or 15 pounds of food. Go to fooddrive.byu.edu to help families in need this holiday season. That's fooddrive.byu.edu. It is time for the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. And the Cougars had scoop after scoop from the three-point line tonight. 18 threes, 18 for 39 from deep. As we've told you, it's a record-setting night for BYU when it comes to most threes made by any team in this building. And as we noted earlier, it was all over the box score tonight, the three-pointers, coming from 10 different players this evening. Uh, we'll just quickly name the players who, who made threes tonight, and it's easier to name the players who didn't make threes than did make threes on this evening. So Brandon Averett, Alex Barcelo, Colby Lee, Connor Harding, Hunter Erickson, Wyatt Lowell, Gideon George, Jesse Wade, Spencer Johnson, and Trevin Nell all made at least one three. No one made more than three threes, so it truly was being spread around top to bottom. Really impressive. Uh, the number was amazing to have that many guys make them and to not be really surprised if any of those guys made them, uh, whether it's Colby Lee or whoever uh, stepping back. And anyway, he's proven to be very efficient. So that was kind of the question for me this year. You lost the best three-point shooters in BYU history in Jake Toulson and TJ Haas. And, I mean, to, to expect to – be the number one team in the nation again and to have guys that could hit those sh- that, that that was too much for me to hope for but hmm. i got a little hope right now because <laughs> the thing about it is one guy has an off night you got seven other guys that you can 
that aren't going to have an off night. And that 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 was really really impressive. And uh, so we'll 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 see if they can continue. And like I said, Westminster doesn't have a lot of size or particular quickness, so it's not always going to be that open. But you got to hit them. I don't care how open it is. You got to you got to make them. And they did tonight. Now. This is a Division Two opponent. You won't always be able to spread the minutes around the way BYU did tonight. But that said, I think we saw a representation of what Coach Pope can do with this team in terms of spreading it around. No one played more than the 22 minutes by Alex Barcelo tonight. And he goes out and scores 25 in the 22 minutes. Abrett scores uh, 15 in his 21 minutes. And then you got everybody else kind of in the teens and a few guys under 10. It really was parsed around tonight, and effectively so. It'll be you know interesting to see what happens when it's conference play and, and, and when you really need uh, to make shots at the end of games where he goes. But uh, I think we're already seeing, again, a really good representation of just the kind of depth he is dealing with. It's a good problem to have right now. Yeah, I mean, I just have to think you have to narrow it down a little bit um, just to get chemistry and consistency. But it – it's sure nice to have so many options and so many confident guys and so many capable guys. I mean, when there have been, there've been some games, you know, some teams, you know, you get down to 9 or 10 and you think if that guy gets in, we're in trouble. I mean, you get this guy in foul trouble, that's it for you. Uh, if such and such player, a big guy gets in foul trouble, this game is going to be a disaster. But bring in the next guy, I mean, wow. That's the, that's the really remarkable thing about tonight, isn't it, Greg, that you're thinking to yourself – Wow, there is such depth on this team. And, uh, you know, they're going to have to play, see how they perform uh, in maybe more pressure situations against a little better competition. But, yeah, wow, on the depth. All right, uh, BYU Mark, BYU's coach Mark Pope picks up a career win number 102 tonight as uh, the Cougars open with a 108-59 win over Westminster. And Coach Pope has joined us courtside, socially distanced here on the headset. Coach Pope, congratulations on the W for you and the guys finally getting one under your belt tonight. Yeah, it's, it's uh, how fun was it to be back in this gym, huh? Hey, so we're super grateful. Man, just as, it just is great to be out here playing, and, and we need it. You know, these guys are so tired. <laughs> They're so tired of practice. I can't imagine. I don't know how many practices we stuffed in the last six weeks, but it was a lot of them. It was 12 weeks' worth. And so, um, did they even get tired of you if it's possible? Oh, they are so tired of me. Like they, they, they just, oof. but that's the way it's supposed to be with training camp. And, and, um, I'm super proud of them tonight. I mean, clearly we have so much work we have to do to become a really good team, but, but they, they tried to play together tonight. Um, you know, there, there's some good statistical numbers on here. You know, we had 27 assists. Uh, which is which is where we'd like to live on uh, 41 makes. And we only had six turnovers, which is actually uh, I'm so pleased with. I'm so actually surprised with because we're just not there yet in terms of understanding why we're trying to do what we're doing. Right? We we just aren't there. Um, so if we can keep that turnover number down, it's going to not only be a miracle, but it's going to bode well for us. So hopefully we can stay there. So there was good stuff. I thought that you know. Um, we were we were pretty bad. Uh, we, we did not do a good job with our defensive concept to catch first in the first half. Super disappointing. Second half, our first pass, our, kind of the next step, uh, was was got sideways on us a little bit. But for the most part, the guys tried, and we're just grateful to be on the floor. Did you think when you put this roster together that you had the kind of team that could have ten guys making a three on any given night? Um, well, yeah, I, I don't know that that happens very often. I, I mean, I don't know you predict that, but we do, we do take shooting the ball really seriously and, and, uh, we spend an awful lot of time on it and we, 
we have three prong you know we talked about it last night on the show right we have three things that we take seriously and and you know we also try and recruit guys can make shots and tonight we were fortunate i mean you know we could go old for tomorrow we understand that it's not going to change the philosophy of how we approach the game but it's not always going to be this easy and we know that for a fact tomorrow night is going to be a it's going to be a just a battle it's going to be a grind so we're excited but how fun 10 guys make threes we tie the school record for three points made that the, that the guy set last year and and uh, so, earlier earlier this calendar year yeah yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> so um we're super pleased with that and it's an important ingredient it's an important piece of how we play for sure by the way the marriott center record for threes was also set earlier this calendar year 17 against pep here and tonight it's 18, so no team has ever made as many threes in this building as you guys made tonight. Yeah, and it's you know let's 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 hope that we can keep finding a way to make shots. Uh, we will because there's you know we're not going to make 18 threes every night, but we will continue to make shots because of how we approach it. Um, the best thing about us making shots today was the guys shared the ball, and um, you know they were really they were really diligent about the extra pass and. And uh, when guys had a chance uh, to get a catch-and-shoot rhythm three, they owned it and finished it. And, and um, so you have a good chance of those going in. It's, it's really happy. Before I give it to Mark, um, I had to do a double take on this. Colby Lee had seven assists tonight. Okay, his yeah. previous career high is four. He goes to seven tonight and leads your team. Yeah, Colby's, uh, Colby's been doing a, a lot of really good stuff for us. He just is um, – he just is – found a way to be really really consistent he knows the things that he really needs to work on you know he 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 came in and just got got the first five points for us a couple offensive rebounds in the first two minutes and then and then you know he's pretty good with his feet I don't remember being frustrated with him with his feet today I thought he was solid on the glass um so he's he just is a steadying force for us uh he just is a real gift to have him now He's got a huge challenge. He's got to. He's got to. He's got to start talking more. Like he has got to take on a verbal leadership spot on this team. That's something we've been talking to him a lot. He's got to keep working on the glass in his feet. But he sure is a luxury to have, man, because he's been through the wars, hasn't he? Yeah. Already. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the win, and it's good to see you again. I know it's, it's been, been too long. It's, it's been, been too long. long. But uh, you know, it's it's already pretty impressive to me. Just in the short time you've been here at BYU, how how you've been able to bring in some- Matt Harms. <laughs> how fun was that? Let's go, man. Fun if he played, but uh, yeah. Um, but j- j- the the way you've brought in transfers and the impact they've had, whether it's Jake or Alex or yeah. Matt, that you just saw and go down the list. I mean, this is an impressive list of transfers that have really impacted the program immediately. How how important are transfers in the overall? your approach to coaching and obviously you want to bring guys in and bring them along but how important is the transfer to you it's it's so important um you know it's it's um it's really hard to be a high school senior and make a decision that it means that means anything because you just don't know anything like i'm not trying to be offensive but but high school kids are dumb and they're not dumb because they're not smart they're dumb because they just don't have any experience they don't know anything means right and so these transfers are actually they're actually much more enjoyable to recruit in the sense of they know what they need. They know what's important to them now because they've kind of been through it and so they're much more educated on what they're looking for. They also have a lot of experience. Um they've also been through it and so uh th- this transfer portal is really important for us. 
just because I think you get more educated kids, kids that are making more wise decisions in terms of understanding where they might fit and why. And, um, and so it's, it's important for us. It's going to continue to be important. And the thing that's been really joyful to me is, is that, um, you know, you look from top to bottom and the, the top recruits in the country last year, and we had guys, the very top recruits that were like, now that I know what's important to me, BYU sounds like it's a top three. I mean, how many guys do we say BYU sounds like top three? If these are the kids that know college basketball, that know what they care about and want. And that's a credit to BYU. It's a credit to what BYU stands for. It's a credit to what they can get here at BYU from in-game operations that were so extraordinary tonight. I'm challenging anybody to find a better in-game effort than what we're putting together um, to to this um, environment here on campus where it's 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 tailor-made to be able to come focus on getting better academically and, and basketball-wise every single day to some of the things that we care about here, including the best locker room in America and everything else. So um, they're really important. we got to keep finding ways to, to, to have space for them and get them here because it, it's fun to have old, mature, educated guys rolling in this gym and, and appreciate more what BYU is. I always say this. I, I know I'm droning on, but I always say this. I was really blessed. I went to the University of Washington for two years before I transferred to Kentucky. And I played with a lot of guys that were at Kentucky from the time they were freshmen on. Okay, And when I was at University of Washington, a lot because I wasn't a good enough player. We were not good, and we did not have a good program. right? And so I experienced what it was like at every other university. And then I got to go to Kentucky. So whereas the guys that went there as freshmen, and they just expected that's how basketball life was, I knew, right? And so every day I was there was so special. And that's I think that's how our transfers feel here because they know we have something really special here. And they're actually able to appreciate it more than the guys that come here just as freshmen. He is Mark Pope. Closing comments from the coach coming up next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Creamery, Cougar Post Game Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, Mark Pope with you for another quick couple moments, and then we'll get much more with Coach Pope tomorrow and again Saturday, three games and four nights. BYU tonight, 108-59 over Westminster. Alex Barcelo's career high before tonight was 18. He pops up 25 tonight. In, uh, in under 25 minutes of play. He did 25 in 22 minutes tonight. You're pleased with the uh, way A.B. ran things out there? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's so efficient. 10 for 14, 3 for 5. Uh, I th- I, oops, sorry. I, uh, my bad. Greg had to run across the room to fix my mic. It, I'm such a rookie, man. It's <laughs> embarrassing. Um, I, was, I was super proud of him for his efficiency, right? Uh, he was so efficient. Um, he's going to, you know, when the game calls for it, he's going to be more of like a seven or eight assist guy. He was two tonight. Uh, I haven't seen his assist opportunities yet, but equally as important is as much as the ball was in his hands, he was a zero turnover guy, which is which is a big deal. And so he played great. He led us really well. He he didn't, you know, he'll be the first one to tell you he didn't start out the the game great defensively, but um, he's just carrying a lot on his shoulders right now, and he certainly he certainly brought it tonight. One of the guys I had kind of a question mark. Not a big question mark, but uh, just to see how he would come out uh, was Gavin Baxter. 
And, you know, coming off the injury last year, he tried to help you out. You know, always energy guy. But, man, I thought he looked just really confident and calm and had a really nice night. You look at his numbers, five for five from the field, six rebounds. Maybe talk about just from where he was last year to where he is now and what you expect from Gavin. Yeah, he was he was fun tonight, right? We put him in in the second half for, for like, I don't know, it was maybe the 11-minute mark for, for a minute and 30 seconds, and all he did was get two rebounds and run the floor and like a freaking gazelle yeah. and catch every ball. I'm really proud of Gav because he's focused on things that are important. First of all, he's made a huge, huge progress defensively with his feet. He's always been really long. But now we feel incredibly comfortable switching one through five within one through four. In fact, when we had Caleb and him on the floor, it was really fun for two minutes. We just, just for the fun of it, we just were switching one through five. And, and they, they're, they're, both those guys are fully, fully capable with their feet. Uh, Caleb's, you know, got to mature a little bit in terms of his understanding of why and when. But both of them are physically capable. Gav was awesome. Uh, He's, he's, he's bringing more physicality to the game, not moving guys, but in terms of getting catches and kind of holding his ground when he's got the ball in his hands, just a little bit more patience. He's making real progress. He's, obviously, he's always had a huge upside, so it's fun to see him play well. Uh, just the last couple things with, with you here. Uh, as deep as you are, we barely mentioned Matt Harms' name tonight during the broadcast. Uh, when do you hope to get him back? Well, it's day by day, so we'll see how he feels in the, in the morning. He had a pretty good workout today. Um, if he if he doesn't have any soreness, you know maybe we, we try and throw him in a little bit tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, it, it literally it literally is going to be a game time decision right now. He's working really hard. It, it's unfortunate because he was the last two weeks before he twists his ankle uh, last week. I mean he's just been incredibly dominant on this team from beyond the three point line, uh, defensively around the rim, everything else. So. So um, we're, we're obviously really excited to get him back when he's ready. The final thing, you already alluded to it. We'll let you go with this. Uh, for, for no fans in the stands, quote-unquote, there was a good buzz in the building tonight. Yeah, I mean, we're so spoiled here at BYU. First of all, we have all these fans jumping on here. They've gone to all this work to do this. The, the, the way they did the responsive sound, the responsive cheers was money. Uh, it was pretty fun. Gavin Baxter had a block down here that was pretty fun, and the gym erupted. There's not anybody in here, but he just erupted, and, and you, you know, I was ready. I was listening in, in the locker room before, and we had the. it was like we had the rock out here cheering. It's not the same, obviously, as having bodies in the stands, but in terms of doing the best we can, which we're all doing in COVID, man, I'm proud of BYU. It's awesome. Happy Thanksgiving, Coach. We'll see you tomorrow night. Thank you, guys. Be safe. All right, that is Coach Mark Pope. We'll come back and wrap up tonight's broadcast next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Really hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast. Uh, great postgame stuff with Brandon Averett and, a coast, uh, core, of course, Coach Mark Pope. Uh, recently extended his contract through 2026-27. Excellent news for his family and the BYU Hoops family. And we look forward to another uh, postgame with him tomorrow night. Hopefully another winning postgame conversation. BYU tonight is a winner, 108-59 over Westminster. Tomorrow night it is New Orleans stepping up in division. Different kind of challenge altogether. And, and Mark, I have to say that tonight's game kind of a whet the appetite. Let's do it again tomorrow. Uh, first of all, I wish I was good enough at anything to be want people want to extend me at anything. I, I noticed you're not giving me any extension. It's like a year-to-year thing. It's hold on by a thread. But, yeah, I mean, 
Listen, I'm just happy to be here, like Coach Pope said, just to be playing because they, who knew if it, it, could, it could happen. And uh, congrats to everybody for making it happen. These these young guys deserve it. And uh, this is a fun team. I mean, man, I just want to talk about so many different guys. <laughs> That's why I'm glad we're coming back tomorrow and Saturday because uh, there, there's just, you know, George and, uh, I mean, everybody just go down the list of 14, 15 guys. Wow. It, it, this is fun. It'll be fun to see them develop. It'll be fun to see how they do against some good competition because, man, you, you just got to think the sky's the limit for these guys, Greg. We will see if the Cougars can go 2-2 and tomorrow. BYU and New Orleans on Thanksgiving night, 6 o'clock radio pregame and a 7 o'clock tip, so one hour later than tonight. Tonight was earlier than normal. Back to normal tomorrow night, 6 o'clock pre and 7 o'clock tip-off for BYU and UNO, the privateers of New Orleans. And so let's wrap it up for tonight by giving credit to all those who made our broadcast possible back at BYU Radio, just across the way from us here at the Marriott Center. Our control board operator is Liam Howard. Our coordinating producer, Terry South. Our studio host, of course, Jason Shepard. Shep, Barry Squires, and Sean Fay share the engineering responsibilities. Our thanks courtside to BYU Athletic Communications Associate Director Brett Pine for helping us on the table tonight. And he is my broadcast partner, Mark Durant. So for all the aforementioned, my name is Greg Grubel. Thanking you for tuning in, saying, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Borkey, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.